All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. My name is Melissa Kretschler. I'm your host. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, and business mentor, as well as creator and founder of not only Just Alive TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today, we're going to be talking about the coaching industry, the untold truth. Now, a lot of you might be coming here and saying, oh, this is going to be some good tea. While it is, this is a non-judgmental episode. We are not out here to condemn, blame, shame, or guilt anybody into anything or to put judgment or, you know, any kind of defamation or, or unhappiness onto other coaches. We just want to make sure that not only coaches, but clients of coaches are aware of things that are happening, you know, maybe in the background that they're not told. So that's the purpose of this episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Winnipeg's Winnipeg. Ooh, it's one of those days. <laughs> the Women Supporting <laughs> Women Can Network who is offering you to join the Facebook group where you can connect with other like-minded women, build connections that are filled with integrity, love, support, and just really get a safe space that you can be yourself and create um, relationships that, you know, potentially will last. So go and check them out. Like, follow, and share the show. You can find us at justalivetv.com as well as 12 other social media and podcasting platforms. Go check us out. Join us subscribe to our newsletter and all of that fun stuff. So today we're talking to Jen Jones again. <laughs> and if any of you didn't already know, Jen Jones is my own coach, <laughs> as well as my partner um, in crime on a few things. So she is, she is here in a very, very amazing capacity. And, uh, and I couldn't be happier to have her join us today. So Jen, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you so much, Melissa. What a great introduction. Hello, everyone. My name is Jennifer Jones. I'm normally the go-to, and that's where the Ask Jen Jones comes from, because you just got to ask, right? I am a transformational coach. I'm a facilitator, professional speaker, and intuitive business consultant, and I'm here to serve in any which way I can. For those of you, my name is actually full Jennifer. My friends, you all, call me Jen. I'm also mom of three, and believe it or not, should I get close? I am a grandma of not just one, almost two. The second one that's on its way due at the end of July. Yes, that's right. I know, you can stare at my picture. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll get back to that after the fact. That'll be a whole new episode because I yeah. know everybody's like, what? How to look like, so, how not to look like a grandma. <laughs> So at the end of the day, what I do for you is I am the bridge in your story. I help you face your light, acknowledge it, step into your darkness. I hold your hand through it, release the conformity, step out of the box, reclaim your power by leveling up your life and illuminating, illuminating the way forward, whatever the road that you're choosing to go on. So thank you so much, Melissa, for having me today. Absolutely. And I can testify that Jen is amazing at what she does. And I wouldn't, <laughs> there, there's a lot of places I wouldn't be right now if it wasn't for her in my ear going, ah, have you thought about this? <laughs> Even little gentle nudges, have you thought about it? Um, and that is, and, and I'm going to start right in there, that is a very good thing about a coach, right? Now, throughout this episode, we're going to be talking about how to choose a coach for yourself, how to um, identify yourself as a coach, what coaches should and shouldn't be doing in a coaching sphere, uh, making sure that you're getting what it is that you're paying for and that you're asking for, making sure that you individually know what it is that you want. Because um, certain people do certain things and we're not all the same. And our delivery methods are not all the same. So we're going to be kind of talking about coaching from the back end from coaching perspectives, because both Jen and I are coaches and what we like and what we dislike about the coaching industry in 2022, because it is, there are issues with the coaching industry in 2022. And that's, you know, the untold truths we're going to be. Un, un, 
unearthing I will use. We're going to be telling those untold truths. <laughs> it also bringing, bringing some awareness to things that you may not be aware of, bringing that to the forefront and what to look for. And what are those red flags? Mm-hmm. What do they look like and what you can do with them? Yeah, and absolutely. And for anybody watching this who is a coach, please feel free to reach out and tell us, you know, what you like and what you dislike. This isn't, we're not shaming. We are maybe giving you insight into things that maybe you didn't even think of that, you know, aren't the greatest in coaching practices. And again, not a shame or blame, just guidance, right? We're just trying to give you some guidance on how to be the best possible coach you can be. And one of the things that I've noticed in particular is there are a lot of coach training mod- modules or modalities where business coaches or um, life coach trainings will tell you how to be a certain way or how to run your business a certain way. That maybe isn't a, a good way for your clients and or, or even yourself. I know that I was told, oh, you have to pick one thing and you have to do one thing, which didn't work for me. I'm still a coach, but I created multiple businesses in multiple different areas of coaching or mentoring or guidance that works for me, but still works for my clients. What are your thoughts? Well, you see, I'm just going to rip the bandaid off because that's just, that's just me. And by ripping the bandaid off, there are a lot of people out there. First and foremost, let me just set the premise. The coaching industry is not a regulated industry. We are aware of that. So anybody could call themselves a coach, label themselves as a coach, come across as if they are a coach, but they are not a coach in the sense of they have not gone through proper training. Now, there's a lot of trainings out there. I'm not saying one's bad or one's different or anything else. The one thing that people don't realize is there may not be a regulated industry, right? But there is a structure to it. There is a code of ethics. The ICF is the International Coaches Federation. Even them, I don't agree with certain things. I, I feel that they've kind of fallen a little bit. You know, there's so much of an abundance of people just jumping into the industry that don't have a clue of anything on what they're doing. And they're causing more damage than they are creating good. And as a coach and as a certified coach, it bothers me because I'm the one who handles those results. I'm the one who's picking out the pieces of their destruction. And I know that's not any one person's God, hopefully (laughs) that is not your intention to purposely do that. None of us walk into an industry. We're here to serve and help others, but sometimes we don't realize the damage that can be caused with the little things. So the coaching industry, yes, is not regulated. It, it, there is a guiding light in a sense. There is a code of ethics as far as coaching is concerned. And one thing a lot of people don't know, the number one thing that you learn as a coach, an actual coach in an actual coaching session, you are not giving advice. That's a counselor's job. That is not your job. You do not give advice. There's a way in which to do things. There is a structure in which to do things. Every individual find their groove, but there's still that base of the skeleton of a structure in a sense. You only learn that when you go to a school that is recognized for the ICF because that structure is in place and the code of ethics is something that you're also taught uh, along the way. I bring this up because I think it was last month or the month before, I nearly hit the floor. I'm not on social media a lot at this point. A lot of people know that. I've got a lot of local things that come in place. My hands are in so many different things that I don't necessarily have to be on there all the time. Thank God. Not that I'm dismissing anything in any way, but I know the question has come up with some people. And one thing I noticed, I just opened it and somebody's like, hey, look at this. I opened this post. I nearly hit the floor. I was, I was upset. I was frustrated. I was angry. 
And then I was completely heartbroken and saddened. Beautiful post. It's written nice. It's got the bells and whistles of the marketing and it captures you. And it was get your coaching certification for $7. I had to look again. I thought they said 700 or 7,000. No, no, no. $7. Now, then I looked at how many comments there were. Then I said, you know, what kind of comments are there? Well, what are they making? All the comments were, I'm in, I'm in, I want it, me too, I'm here. And I'm just like, okay, let's just stop for a minute. Reality, would you go to a doctor or a neurosurgeon who got their certification online for $25? If you need to see somebody specifically for something, how would you feel if you know they got certified on a weekend over a weekend and only got it for $7? And, and it's not the amount. Don't dismiss. It's not the amount. It's not to say they may not provide value. First of all, they were not connected through the ICF, obviously, because there's no way that's going to happen. But it's like now there's these places, they're creating this, oh, hey, Come get your certification. And really, it's like it tarnishes the industry. I have personally had negative experiences with coaches. And I'm a coach myself. So after speaking with Melissa about, you know, we were kind of, you know, as I say, shooting shit. Speaking about the industry and, you know, the experiences that we've had this is a conversation that I find that is extremely imperative for everybody to know on both sides, whether you're an everyday person looking for a coach or something, or whether you're in the coaching industry or you're in business, there are things to look out for. There are red flags that nobody talks about. So we figured, hey, let's hit up this controversial subject and let's debunk some of it and at the same time, bring in the awareness, show some lessons so that you have an idea of what to look for, what not to look for, yeah. and what you can do, and what to be careful for. Because I'll tell you, I've been screwed over a couple of times by some people that, that you would think or know that are out there or up there, regardless of what you want to think or, or, or perceive, right? You would think that, oh, they're established. They're, um, they've been around for a long time. You don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> That's so not true. We're not here to point fingers. We are just here to bring that awareness and show you what, what to talk about, what to look for, no matter what side of the tracks you're coming from. Yeah. So one of the things that I want to point out is that I'm not certified at all. Um, I'm not certified in my identity coaching, my business mentoring, or my uh, spiritual teaching. And, but I know what I'm doing. And, and it's easy to say that. And I'm sure most coaches will say that and can say that. But at the same time, there's a process that should be gone through, whether you are going for your ICF, whether you're going for certification, whether you're going for training of any kind, there is a process you need to ask yourself. And that is one, your why. Yep. You need to be clear about your why. My why was not because I wanted to make millions of dollars and that it wasn't. Now, don't get me wrong. I dream of having a million dollar house because I want all my kids living with me in that house and it needs to be big enough to fit us all. But I just want to be comfortable. But that wasn't why I started my company. And I think that the first thing I want to start with on those really just the red flags is knowing your why. Now, whether you're a coach, whether you're a client looking for a coach, understanding that coach's why. And my why when I first started was because I saw a need for mental health. I saw a need for change. I saw with, you know, identity coaching. I saw people in high profile positions who were so unhappy with their life that the, their last ditch effort was suicide. 
And I knew that I had the capability, the knowledge and the mentality to help them in that. I am amazing with trauma healing. I am amazing with identity because our emotional mental health comes from mm -hmm. our beliefs. And I have that process. Mm -hmm. And every one of my clients, majority of my clients, now the first few obviously weren't the greatest because I, you know, did what most new coaches did and I took everybody and that doesn't work. <laughs> um, it's part of the journey. It's it part is. of the journey. And I, I just want to say that I'm not putting anyone down for not being certified. There's no wrong or right in that sense. It's just you need to know and have the awareness that there is a difference within a structure. It's not to say that you don't have the experience or you're unable or you're not capable of doing these things because our experiences is what makes us good at what we do, where we come, what we've come through, right? Because we're not on the other side. We're, we're on a different side. Who we once were is not who we are today. Based on that is what provides us the capabilities of helping someone else or serving someone else. Mm -hmm. So it's not to say that, oh, you have to be certified. It's just there's that catch 22 where people are labeling and using the label of a coach and not understanding what that format looks like. Yeah. Right. And then all they do is they do more of a counselor's job, which is giving advice, giving instruction in a different way. And that's not coaching, yeah. right? So that's really where the debunk comes from. So the people that are out there like yourself or that, that are coaches that aren't certified, it's not to say that you don't have the experience or that. It's just you don't have the tools of the actual framework of what you get when you've gone through a certification. Yeah. And right? it's just, what, it's, it's a process. It doesn't mean that you can't help somebody. It doesn't mean that you're incapable of having a transformation with somebody title, else. Right. It's exactly. more than the title of coach. And, you know, in the last, in the last few years, yes, I still say I'm an identity coach because <laughs> I technically do life coaching. It's, it's all mindset, emotion, mental health, all of that. Liz, we have 99 directions in our life period. Yeah. So as a life coach, you are able to, you're a little bit more versatile, mm -hmm. but here's the thing too. And I say this to all you coaches that are out there that use that tone, that, that use that and come forth. It's not a bad thing. Just please know your lane and know your role. If you're unaware of certain areas you just let your client know, I'm really sorry, but this is, this is not my specialty. It's not my domain. There's nothing wrong with that and help them find somebody else. Or you may know somebody else that could be a better fit to help on that thing. It doesn't mean you can't help them, just not in that area. Yep. If you have never experienced trauma, do not touch that. I'll tell you right off the bat, do not touch it. It is not your place. It is not your role. If you have never experienced trauma in itself, and there's many layers and areas of trauma, but if you have never had those experiences, and I, I'm not talking hard times or struggles, I'm talking trauma. You are not in a place to be coaching somebody else because you, you can end up, your heart's in the right place, but what'll end up happening is you can do more damage than good without realizing it. And I bring this up because I had, I had a lady that was coached by another coach. And not only did she trigger her, she didn't have any experience training, nothing in the trauma realm and the way that she managed it and handled it. This person went spiraling downwards with the quickness. It took me four hours to pull and bring her back up and correct and fix the damage that was caused by that other coach. Um, so it's not to say that you can just know that as a coach, you're, you don't have to deal with everything. You're not there to fix everything. You have your experience. You are unique. You have your talents and skills stick to that and anything outside of that just be honest hey 
I'm uncomfortable in this area. It's not my expertise. If this is something that you really need help in or that, let me see if I can help find you help or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take that a step further. Yeah. Um, I would not just, it, it isn't just experiencing trauma. No. That's, if you are working with somebody who has been through a trauma, you experiencing trauma yourself is not enough for you to, to touch their trauma. It is not enough. You no, that's why I said there's different yep. layers. There's different layers. Yep. There's different levels. Like yep. you need to know one, how to process and heal trauma. And you, and, and you need to have either done it for yourself or worked through it for yourself. Now, majority of my clients, have been to counseling or are in counseling, right? And with that, I don't take over their counseling. I don't, I I love to work in tandem with them being in counseling or, you know, psychotherapy or or whatever that looks like, psychology, whatever, right? But that's how it should, that's how it, that's how it should, right? Now, I know how to take people through a traumatic event where they are mm-hmm. safe, where they're calm, where they're, you know, and how to actually process and heal it in a healthy way, right? Yep. So that the pain and the emotion from that trauma is taken and changed into strength, understanding, right? We transform it. And I take that process, right? If you are, where I, and, and I've had, a, I have a story of a Facebook group that I was in, a lady came in there, And she's like, I have a client that's dealing with X, Y, and Z. How do I help them? And I'm like, no judgment. But at the same time, I'm like, you asking that question is your red flag. It's not your, it's not your lane. Yeah. You like, no, I I won't. You know, if, if, if I have a client who has PTSD, I will say I am not a medically trained professional. I can help you, I can limitedly help you, but I will not help you unless you are already or have already seen somebody in the medical field, because that is not my lane. While I can help and work with them, it's not something I'm comfortable in because I don't want to do more damage. That's not the purpose of a coach. The purpose of a coach or a teacher or a mentor or a guide, whatever it is that you're looking for is to help right? It's to help you heal, not, and I'm going to go back to my first point, knowing a coach's why or having them know their why there are, and I, and I'm going to single them out and not single them out at the same time. Business coaches. I stayed away from business mentoring for years. I know I'm capable of doing it, but I stayed away from it because I didn't want to get out of my lane. I didn't want the same that everybody else has. There are so many business coaches out there. And the number one reason that they're a coach, not all of them, but a handful, Mm -hmm. is because business coaches ask higher price points. Business coaches have the potential to make more money because of the return on investment or the ROI. Mm -hmm that there are a lot of people who will get into coaching because of the potential financial gains. That is not a reason to get into coaching. That is not walking the walk. That is not talking the talk. That is not knowing your why. And that is not having passionate individual coaches or mentors or teachers or guides that are in it because they want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. That should and be one thing, you know what, one thing to just state right off the bat, as a coach, for me, I walk my talk and you'll notice whether I'm live or not, you'll notice I'll catch myself in different, in different ways or in different things. That is me live. I don't care where I am. It doesn't matter who I'm around. If I need to retract or configure switch, I walk my talk. And one thing people don't know is as a coach, it is a journey. As much as it's a journey for the client, it's a journey because as a coach, you must go within first. 
you must go in and heal yourself to be able to step out for others. So that's where I walk my talk and you'll, you'll see me catch it. I, I, I do it numerous times. And that's me recalibrating and coaching myself. When you get to certain levels, you're able to do that. The other thing too is the job of coach. So now let's look at for a minute, there's coaches, counselors, consultants, psychologists, psychiatrists. People get confused on each one. We all intertwine. We can all work together with the same goal in mind for our clients. But number one, it's important to know where is your client at? If you're a coach and you're taking on a client, where are they? Are they working with anybody else? Are they seeing anything else? Have they gone to any other programs? And I'm not referring to coaching programs. These are, this is information that you need to know because number one, it'll help you know your lane. And number two, it helps more with the structure because then you can have an idea. What are you working on with this person? Now I know what side or what angle or what perspective to come at on this side, because as a coach, there's one thing different between everybody else. Everybody else is working on today, right now, and in the past. Counselor, psychologist, and all of those, psychiatrists, that, that is what they're working on. They're working on your, the junk in your trunk. Whatever you've gone through, your traumas, all these different experiences, all of that is behind you. As a coach, our job is not to go there. If you are trained, you can go there. If you have certain things, you can go there. I'm not saying that nobody can't, but as an actual coach, your job is to take your client from A to Z, which means A is present where they are right now to where they want to be. And I know people will see it, you know, you know those comments everywhere, but they don't fully understand where that comes from. The journey is when I, when I work with anybody, as you know, our map is where you are today, where you want to be. I work backwards and I work with the end in mind. That is my tactic. That's the way that I function. There's other ways of getting to that. Every coach is different. You have your own style. There's nothing wrong with it. But your sole job is to go from where you are today, where your client is right now, present day to future. Your job is not to go backwards. Unless there's something behind them that is stopping them, you know, your self-sabotage, your negative self-talk, different aspects like that. The emotional but you're mental. not going into the junk of their trunk. Yeah. You're more going in the backseat. Yeah. Don't get kinky. I, <laughs> I go into the junk in the trunk, but in a different way, right? Yeah. Um, my clients have even told me, they've, again, counseling, right? And they say, what you do is so much different. Like you're able to take what, I'm struggling with today related mm -hmm. to something that's happened in my past and change mm -hmm. how it affects me today. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do, right? Is I take what is, what's going on right now in your emotional and mental health that was mm -hmm. caused back then and how can we change it so it doesn't stop you from moving forward into what, you know, um, whether that is creating a life that actually makes you happy to building a business that's in on your terms right and that's you and i are huge for that um which is why you're helping me and we resonate so well is because i created my own business mentoring which is similar but yet different to yours where i want the mental mindset behind business right with a little bit of strategy which is why you know jen is essentially a guest speaker in my my own coaching program, but because um, she's more of the strategist, but I want the, I want the mental, right? I want, what does your business look like for you? And that's what I do. And which is a benefit to this comment because mm -hmm. mine is, what do you want? What feeds your soul? What are you passionate about? Right? What do you want to change about the world? I almost titled this episode, be the change, right? Not the issue. And yeah you mentioned walking the walk and talking the talk, right? And it, that it is what it is because we're trying to create happier, healthier lives for people. 
whether that's life, relationship, business, that is the goal of a coach. That's the goal of the coaching industry. It's not to make, oh, hey, I can teach you how to make 20, 15 figures. No, it's not. And it's not to say, you know, and this is the great thing of, of having this topic with you is certified, non-certified. There's no right or wrong in it. You know, I do business consulting. I do not call it business coaching. There's, I don't really, the coaching and the business side doesn't really go together. People just use that label because it's a thing. Really and truly, you're consulting. You're not necessarily coaching. I did mentoring. It's a, it's a different, <laughs> it's, it's just a different thing. When, you know, when I bring up the coaching side is just so people have that awareness on where it goes. You know, I'm a transformational coach. I transmute and I transform you. You want to hit that reset button on your life? Whether you were thrown into your life, you woke up into it, you, um, your family tossed you into it, your culture or religion basically forced you into something. At the end of the day, you're not living the life that you chose. It was chosen for you. It's time for you to now create your own life. And that's something that when you're doing that, there is a process that you kind of do have to dip the waters a little bit behind in certain, in certain spots. I am trained in those areas. I do have PTSD training, right? I do have those things. I used to, I used to bring programs into women's shelters um, where they were at different levels to help them. So there is a lot of those experience. It's not because I have the coaching title that provides that for me, right? So it's just for people to understand the difference. It's not to say that as a coach, you can't do other things or you're incapable or you don't have a certification, so you're incapable. It's bringing that awareness on what to look for and who really is qualified and who's not and how you can understand what is required. As a coach itself, it's really a structured system in a sense that, you know, the first thing you learn is you don't give advice. You know, you walk in thinking, oh, I want to coach. That was a slap. I, I remember years ago. I mean, it's been what, eight years now, nine years. It was a slap in the face. It was like, wait, what? What do you mean coaching? You don't give advice. It was like so mind boggling because I didn't know nothing about the industry. You know, I do what I do. Everybody's always come to me for everything. I didn't have that formality or understanding and that was just like bam right off the bat it was like okay so this is not what I thought it was there's more structure to this there's a way to go about things you know and it's not to say that any one person is just to show that all these different pieces come together we work together for the main goal yep. right knowing where your client is and what they need to and what's stopping them. Because if they have some boulders behind there or they have major anchors, there's only so far that you're trained to go. You just need to know where that cutoff is for you. Because we mean well, our intentions are in a good place, but we also don't know how this is going to affect and what triggers you're gonna trigger your client on. And it could cause them to spiral and go into a negative space, which is not what you want, but it's what you end up creating because you're not having your boundaries on what is your lane and what is not your lane. You know, and you mentioned bringing things in. I've always done transformational things. I've always done empowerment. Everybody's always come to me for business. And for the longest time, when I came into the industry, I didn't touch that area right? You know, we all have these different concepts, but, you know, then I had to reevaluate. Everybody was coming to me for business. How am I, how am I going to say no, if I can help you and you're benefiting and your business is growing and you're growing, I'm actually now doing a disservice by not providing you the skills that I naturally have. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like shoots. So we opened we opened that door. And, and, you know, look at it this way. Here's a perfect example, seeing as you're here. One of the questions that come up is if you're looking for a coach, 
what to look for in a coach. What are the red flags? What do they look like? What are your expectations, right? What, what are you wanting the end result to be? Taking the time to go through those process and not just be like, oh, she looks good. I'm just going to jump in or, oh, I see this person all over the place and the marketing is great. And all of a sudden, oh, you know, it's awesome, whatever. And you jump in, you pay these big dollars. And then all of a sudden you get to the other side and there's crickets. There are nowhere to be found. Some other person is responding to you. They're not responding, you know, or they're on something and you can't even speak to them. Yep. Right. There's all these different pieces that come into play. You don't always know what you're getting on the other side when it looks good. So just, you know, that's something to be mindful. If people have the money, they'll pay somebody else to put all these pieces together. And it's almost like the house looks amazing on the outside. But when you walk into the house, it's empty. There's yep. no furniture. There's no appliances, no nothing. Yep. I created a guide a few years ago for that exact topic. Um, number one, take your time. So I'm going to quickly run through this. Number one, take your time. Yeah. Never feel forced or rushed into making a decision. I know that we have the time down counters when things close, when things open, you still have time. Take your time. Right. Number two. Can I jump in on yeah. something on that? I know, I know where you're going with that. People, I know there's a lot of people that are gonna hate me for this. It is illegal to pressure or use pressure tactics to make a sale. Mm -hmm. I will say that again. It is illegal internationally to use pressure tactics. I'm not saying that if you're holding a class or you're doing something, I mean, when you go to school registration, there's a cutoff day. There's a cutoff time for the registration and stuff. But when you're using those pressure tactics, and you're like 50 emails and you know, you're calling or you have somebody else calling or something else is going on. And it's like, hurry, hurry, you got to get in. And all these, like the pressure tactics or the intimidation or the manipulation, those things are illegal. The unfortunate part is people are not reporting them. And in turn creates, yeah. gives who a bad name? at the end of the day because those that have experienced that exactly mm -hmm. so i know it's not something people wanted to hear there is there is a lingo for it a legal terminology we will get into that another time yeah seeing as i already ripped the bandaid off yep <laughs> <I'm told laughs> they're like no she didn't you know don't tell the clients that number two identify your needs as a client, you need to identify what you need. Now, it is okay not to know what you need. That is when you do your research and take a clarity session from somebody like me who offers you that. If I am not able to fit you in, or if your issue or your, your struggle doesn't fit into something that I do, because I do have six businesses, if it doesn't fit in, then I'm going to offer to share names with you of other people in the industry through women supporting women or even the show that may fit where you're looking to get help that's what you need to do your research or identify your needs right what do you need do you want just a better life do you even not know if you don't know why you're unhappy but you're desperate to change then you're my client that's, that's usually my identity coaching is when you are desperately unhappy or you are unhappy and you don't know why, or you can't change and you've tried X, Y, and Z, but you still just aren't getting to that green, green space where it's like, ah, then you're probably my client. Not, not guaranteed, but probably because that's what I do, right? It's identity, it's mindset, it's emotion. I take take time with that. I'm just going to chip in on 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 each one at, at the same time. Not only just take your time. When you get on a session, you should be able to have a session. You should be able to communicate with a coach in some which way or form. If it's not a course, right? You're looking for to work with a coach, whether it's in a group or one on one. You should there. Everybody runs their business differently. Let me just put that out there. 
but there should be some form of order where you're getting to know who that person is. For example, for me, my workshops, my masterminds, any of those things, it is by application. It's not to say somebody is good or not good. It's when I'm putting a group together, I look at your personalities, characteristics, what you want to work on, what those details are. Be clear in what your needs are. And I know that there are times, because I've experienced it myself, where you know you need help, but you're not too sure what that looks like. Speak to a few people. Get into a couple of different coaches. You're not subject to just one person and one person alone. And go with your gut feeling. Go with your instincts. Who are you connecting with? Who are you resonating with? What does that look like? And are they just being pushy? Or do they really care about your journey? You're turn jumping into all my other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Until I'm done. <laughs> Number three, do your research, right? You need to do research. You need to check out if they have videos, if they have blogs, if they have free offers or free resources that they've done to you know, express who they are and what they focus on. And, you know, even, you know, a lot of us will do free events where we're, we're giving you access to us or a group or whatever that looks like. Do your research and go through some of their stuff. And I'm going to jump through the last couple because then you can, you can jump in before you jump on all the other ones. <laughs> Number four, if they don't vibe, don't hire them. There is never any reason to jump in with somebody if they don't make you feel good. Now, a good coach is going to test your limits. Absolutely a good coach is going to test their limits, but they're going to do it in a loving, supportive way. They're not going to, if a coach jumps in and said, you're doing this, 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 and this wrong, when you haven't said anything, and we had that discussion today, I had somebody try out for the show because we do pre-screening interviews. I had somebody want to do a pre-screening interview with me. They reached out to me and they reached out to me because they had seen one of my videos and they're like, oh, you know, I noticed you said this. And I said, no, I actually said this, right? And I'm like, but if you're interested in being a guest on the show, absolutely. Like, here's the link, blah, blah, blah. So this person came on, we had a discussion. And within the first two seconds of the video, they are critiquing my show. They're critiquing my layout. They're critiquing the fact that my bed wasn't made and I was wearing a sweater during the pre-screen. They, they were critiquing everything. How about you do this? Why don't you do this? Now, six months later, I'm now doing the gallery view or the, sorry, the speaker view on the show, which is one of the things they did. And the only reason I'm doing that is because somebody mentioned that on Instagram, you can't see it when I do the speaker view or the gallery view, right? So I had to change that for logistical purposes. But if somebody comes up to you and says, do this, 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 instantly that turns me off. I will not work with you if you instantly jump at me. I need time, mm -hmm. right? And people need to do that. So I'll jump into the next one, test them out. If they've got mini offers, free offers, if they've got like a, you know, $25 ebook or a course or whatever that looks like, that's a minimal investment for you. Try them out, see how it goes, right? A lot of us will offer a one-off session where it's like, hey, hundred bucks, let's get into this. And you're, you're going to get some content in that session, right? So it is a, it is worth it, but you're also figuring out what you like, what you don't like you know, whatever guidance you're getting out of that session, all of that does. Fear is not an option. That is the last one. Fear is not an option. I know we talked about, you know, the time limit and that using fear tactics. There are people who will go, you will never get to this point if you don't do this. You do, that's not okay. You should only fear your own, you know, I've said, and I've even said it, right? Is the only thing, I don't know, I can't even remember. I totally went off topic. So just, yeah, you can jump in now. I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah, a few things came up and I'm like, okay, what, what, what were those three? What were those last topics? 
<laughs> you know, it happens. The bloopers happen to everybody. It's not to say that, you know, it doesn't happen. It happens to all of us where we just, you know, you walk into a room and it's like, what did I come in here for? Mm -hmm. have those That's moments. why I like it live. Cause then you can't edit it. <laughs> well, what's, so what's to edit at the end of the day? Why are you editing yourself? If you're, if you're, if you're going to sit down and critique and edit everything else, those are internal issues that you got to work on. So you need somebody in your corner to be working on those things with. If you can't accept yourself, who's, who else is going to accept you? Mm -hmm. You know, our, our role here is to embrace each individual's uniqueness because we're all unique in different ways. And that needs to be celebrated. It's not celebrated enough. But back to our, our little, um, while your tips that come up, mm -hmm. there's one more thing I, I wanted to add before we go. Cause I know that you've got to go right away is, oh, I'm going to see again. again. Um, what, oh, now that's horrible. That's horrible. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> It was so good too. It's so good. <laughs> it was so good. It's gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Those things. One thing, one thing to look out for as a red flag. If you have somebody that you're working with that is demeaning you, that is putting you down, that is uh, aggressive with you. These are all red flags. You should not be working with them. If they make you feel uncomfortable, there's one thing with the expression, you know, being uncomfortable in the uncomfortable, that's more in a positive way, not in a negative way. If they're making you feel worse or making you question yourself, question your judgment, question those things, they are not for you. Straight up, they're not for you. They may be narcissists trying to act like they're a coach. That's a whole different you know, situation and, and role in itself. But these are some red flags to look at. So look at, well, first of all, be clear on what you're looking for. Are you looking to work with somebody one-on-one? -on -one? Do you need something that's more live, maybe a little bit of a group, maybe your finances, you're unable to work with somebody one-on-one? -on -one? You know, what does that look like for you? What are you, what type of commitment are you ready to give yourself, because this is the gift that you're giving yourself at the end of the day. So what does that look like? Are you better? What kind of learner are you? Do Are you more audio? Are you more visual? Are you more hands-on writing? Like, what does that look like? Because that'll also help you on what are you looking for? You might know or see a coach that it is great and you would love it. They're courses are do-it-yourself but you know that you are not a do-it-yourself person because you will never complete which nine times out of ten things are not completed so that would not be the right avenue for you you need to look for something that is more hands-on that's more live done with you those are the things that i do i notice so much in this coaching industry that i'm not poo-pooing any anybody in any way but the coaching industry there ended up being a disconnect. It, it grew very fast in a short space and time. And it also created a disconnect between the coach and the clients, right? There are certain ways that you can serve and certain ways that you're not able to serve. You need to know what that looks like and how that is. And as a client, what are your requirements that will help you? And how fast do you wanna work on these things? You know, it's a journey. It's nothing is going to happen overnight. It's a process of the, and it's a journey, you know, that you have to learn within yourself and you're doing with, you're doing that with somebody beside you. For me personally, I, I don't, I don't do that whole, you know, when you're working one-on-one, -on -one, there's only so many sessions or so many of this. If you work with me one-on-one, -on -one, as you know, you have access to me. If you're going to pay that kind of money to work with me, you have access to me. That doesn't mean to call me at three o'clock in the morning, just saying that won't work, but you will have direct access to me. Those are the bonuses that I provide. I'm here to, trans to help you transform your life 
it's not going to happen in a DIY. Yeah. It's not going to, I need to hold your hand. I need to bring things to the surface. I need to help guide you in different ways. You're not able to do that in some of these other, other areas or other ways. So you yeah. need to know also, what do you require? How do you learn how best, you know, so that those little pieces will help you make the better decision for yourself. And the minute you see those red flags, get out of there. Yeah. I, because they're not they're more damage than good. Yeah. There are like for my businesses, right? And just like there are different pieces to it, right? I do do a certain amount of sessions only because I have six businesses, right? And it for me, I you have messaging access to me all the time, except for 3 a.m., um, but at the same time, it is limited how many sessions you get in that, in that coaching, coaching sphere. Right. But I also have do it yourself courses and those are yeah. particular outcomes, right? They're not like my heavy duty, my identity coaching, 99% of that is one-on-one -on -one because I need to be with you through that process and it needs to be that back and forth. So it really all depends. Um, I remember, yeah, you know, and it's not to, it's not to, you know, at the end of the day, how you formulate and create your business, it's not for anybody to tell you what's right, what's wrong. You do with what you feel is right for you yep. at the end of the day. There's no like, oh, well, you don't do this and uh, you don't provide this or listen, if you're looking for a coach, know what you're looking for, know what you want and what they're going to, what they're capable of providing you at the end of the day. Every individual is different. You know what results you can help somebody achieve and how best you can help them do that. And the, the biggest challenge is when you're working on the eternal, you know, I'm a transformational coach, I'm a mindset transformational coach. And when it comes to those things, at the end of the day, I'm going to be blunt. I'll call you out on your shit. I do it with love because that's me recalibrating you. We cannot change what we don't acknowledge. Plain, plain and simple, if you don't acknowledge it, you're stuck in denial, no matter what, you're never gonna change. And we can't work together if that's where you're stuck, right? So these are the pieces that come into play. Knowing where you're at, what's good for you will help you make better decisions moving forward on, on what that looks like. And it's not to, anybody can structure their business it is not in your place to contact somebody and tell them how they should be running their business. If you don't like their process and procedures or their terms and conditions, they're just not for you. Speaking of, they, they set up an appointment at the beginning of this video. They, oh, I got an email, they set up an appointment. If you want that tea, you can join us later. Um, my goodness, that, that email from the other day, our last episode, they just set up an appointment. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's quite comical actually. Uh, anyway. Okay. So I remember the two things I wanted to get to before you have to leave. Number one, coaching every single coach in this sphere, if they are a valid coach who is out for your best interest, they don't want you to be their client for an extended amount of time. Six months to a year is usually the general, depending on your needs. I have a 12-month program. That is my most in-depth program you can possibly take, and it's one-on-one. -on -one. 12 months. Most of my clients prior to that, six months tops. A coach will try to get you where you want to be so that you don't need them anymore, and it's just a hey, you know, six months later, I really need your help. Can I book a session with you quickly? That's where we want our clients. We don't want them all the time. It depends. I'm going to counteract that. Okay. Because it depends on what type of coach you are, what your services are, and what you're providing to the client. And I say that because I have a few clients that I have worked one-on-one -on -one with for well over even two years. Yeah. And it's it's not because they're not getting what they need. It's where they were starting at the beginning and what the end result is they're looking for, their transformations 
take longer. You have to go at your pace. You just can't wake up and transform. It yeah. depends on what it is that, that you're looking for. And I can tell you who that person was even six months ago, never mind two years ago, is completely transformed. They're not the same in any way. It goes by what it is that you're looking for. As that person keeps, you know, those people keep evolving, changing, and growing, they still you know, want my services in what that looks like because their end result is a bigger game that they want yeah. to achieve. It's going to take longer to get there. So like you so and after me, right? The first year, right. So after the first year, we're not meeting as often, but we're still together doing other things. Yeah. And there are still certain packages that I do have for my, my ongoing and existing clients that is not available to the public, right? Yeah. Are specials there are different things that I do for those purposes so don't feel that you know so some coaches you know from what they do it is a certain thing but again it depends on where you're at what you're looking for what type of guidance you need sometimes you you know some clients have taken a break work with me for a year take a break for a year and then they come back or something else changed in their life you know it can go in any way yeah just know that Listen to your gut. Yeah. Listen to your instincts, right? First and foremost, uh, before we close off, perfect example, you and I started working together. It didn't, this is not how we started. This is not where it came from. And you can attest to, I never pitched. I never asked for anything. I was just there, provided guidance, did whatever, and then that was it. We spoke, I think twice, then we didn't talk for a month or over a month. And then you emailed me and then things kind of developed and grew from there, but it wasn't that whole, Hey, and you can talk on your experience on that. That's on, that's on you uh, at a, at a later time or that, but it's just so that people can understand. We're just, you know, sharing some of the experiences, sharing some of the lessons, sharing what to look out for, what is and what isn't, so that you are more familiar walking into this. And if, you know, if you're looking for a coach or you are a coach, how you can improve, there is no bad thing. It's always, what can you do better? How can you grow from it? What are the lessons that you require? And maybe there are skills that you still want to grow into. What does that look like? What do you need? I'm, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off for coaches and clients. I got a Band-Aid ripper really quickly. If you aren't doing the work, and you might think you're doing the work, if you aren't doing the work, you're not going to get the results. Nope. And you cannot point the finger at the coach because I'm going to tell you, I am not responsible for what you don't do. And yep. this is a huge thing, which we'll have to do a whole different episode on when it comes down to responsibility. Accountability, responsibility. Yep. Every coach that I've worked with other than you, I haven't gotten the results. And it's not because of them. It's not because of their training. It's because I wasn't doing what I needed to do. And maybe they weren't right for me. Maybe it was a different situation. But every one of my coaching experiences, regardless of what I got out of it, I learned something. Yeah, we don't walk away not learning anything. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, whether it's positive or negative, we're still learning something. We're yep. learning either what to do or what not to do or what to look out for or what not to look out for. Yep. So it's not always, there's always a takeaway in some form that's going to grow you. Yep. All right, Jen's gotta go. So I'm surprised she's not messaging me in the background going, hurry up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Jen's not like that. Um, all right. Thanks again, Jen, for joining me. Uh, Jen's going to be joining me a little bit more often, I think, over the next few months. Um, and yeah, we're, we're growing something pretty special with the Women Supporting Women Network. I'm not going to get into details, but that is our sponsor today. So please go and join the Facebook group. There are some amazing things to come with that network. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please join us at justalivetv.com. Or if you would like to see a topic featured, reach out to us again, justalivetv.com. Join us on our socials. Enjoy your morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're watching and where you're watching. Jen, thank you so much. Thank you. I love you all. I wish you all the best and to your journeys.
All right. I'm Melissa Crutchler, your host. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.